0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to KWUR Clayton 90.3 FM, and this is the KWUR Theater of the Air. And while the snow may beat a hasty tattoo on the windows outside, in here it's nice and warm and cozy on this Valentine's Day 2010. I'm one of your two hosts, David Reinstrom. My name is David Brunel Brutman. And today is our little Valentine's Day show. We, we're we full of love. And feelings. And feelings. Ugh, feelings are filthy. Squishy, mushy, pheromones, feelings, hormones, regular type, moans. That was. I, l- I like. I like where this is going. I'm not sure. I do. I'm not sure if that's air safe. Anyway, welcome to our show. It's all about
1: love. It is all about love. It's all about our love for you, mm. the listener. Yeah, we love you because we do love you. On we love you from... deeply and I mean... passionately, and at times. I'd say inappropriately. Unsettlingly. Oh, yes. I love
0: you as big as this laundry basket. I love you bigger than the biggest laundry basket. Is that a reference to something? It's something I used to say to my parents, who are probably listening. Oh. Well. There was a time when I thought that you couldn't really make things larger than a laundry basket. <laughs> all right. That was, that was my, are you serious? Well, that was my idea of scale. That was, like, the largest thing that came to mind.
1: Not like, like the, the dinosaur, biggest dinosaur. No, like the or, biggest laundry
0: basket. What is a what does
1: a dinosaur do his laundry with? I I assumed a regular size. I dinosaurs don't have laundry. Look, this was this not is so confusing. This was not something I thought
0: about. What are we playing today?
1: Oh God, what are we playing? We're playing well, we're playing we've got a special Valentine's Day episode, so we're playing sketches. That have to do with love. I believe our first uh, our first sketch of the night has the word love in it. I believe it does. I believe the title is "I Love Island Trek." Oh, I love that show. And it's it's one of our favorites. It's uh it's an episode of a, an, an oldie but a goodie, an old show that, that ran on the television. Yeah,
0: once upon in a sixties. Once upon a daydream.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of one of them situational comedies. Do you want to to play it? Yeah, I think so. Uh, So, this is the K-Word Theater of the Air. This is our show all about love. And this is I Love Island Trek.
2: Just sit right back
3: and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip. That started from the planet Earth aboard a new spaceship. The crew set out to boldly go
0: where no one's gone before. The date was January of
2: 2264.
3: The doctor's wife said, Honey, can I be in the show? And sabotage the engines when the doctor told her no.
0: The doctor told her no. The ship crash lands on the shore of this uncharted desert world with Captain Dirk, the first mate to Dr. Ramon and his wife, and some Some other people who are killed off very quickly
1: off here on I Love Island Trek. And now, this week's episode of I Love Island Trek. I Love Island Trek is brought to you by Orbit Snacks. Orbit Snacks, they're so delicious. Delicious is a trademark of the Orbit Snacks Corporation. Void were prohibited. Offer not available in Alaska. Captain's log. Stardate, uh, flatly What day is it? Thursday, sir. Hmm, thank you. Ahem. <clears throat> Stardate March 3rd, 2264. It's been two weeks since the initial grounding. Since our medic's wacky wife, Betty, deactivated the engines while we were in low orbit over this strange world. Now we're stranded on a desert island on a desert planet. Fortunately, we're on a rather lush and tropical island. But we can see across the bay to the mainland, which is nothing but desert. The sandworms taunt us, their huge heads rearing back in the harsh blue light of the twin suns. As far as we know, no intelligent life, or at least no life that's friendly to the League of Sentience exists in enough capacity to get us off this rock. We're always working on fixing the ship, which was damaged in the crash. Soon, I think...
4: Sir, I think that's enough
5: exposition. What? I said, I think that's enough
4: exposition for now.
1: Well, I, are you reading my
4: diary? You're writing out loud. <laughs> oh. Oh.
1: Mate, Flatley, would you please call Dr. Fernandez up from the sick
4: bay? I'll patch him through on video to you.
1: Where is that doctor?
5: I've been waiting for what feels like a light year.
0: Light years are a measure of distance, not
1: time. Oh, uh, yeah, I knew that. Okay, okay, Charlie, what's the matter? I don't know, Dr. Fernandez. Why don't you tell me? It's my six-month checkup, you see? Ah, so it is. All right, open your mouth for the tongue depressor. Okay. And lift your
0: arms and say Crab Nebula. Ah, oh. Ooh. Oh, Charlie. Hmm? What's the matter? Looks like cancer of the uvula. Ooh. Is that bad? Not for long. Hold still. Ow! That hurt very slightly. What'd you do? I cured it. Breathe on this. (sighs) Mmm, your cholesterol pressure is up. Stop eating those Orbit snacks. But they're so tasty. They're terrible for you. Look at the ingredients list on the package. There are three ingredients. Cholesterol, rock salt, and high fructose corn syrup.
1: But their advertising campaign is so delicious.
0: All right, all right. I just don't want to have to put you on the insta-dialysis again.
1: But all you do is wave that little pen thing over my arteries and I'm all better again. Come to think of it, that's what you do for everything and I'm all better again. You don't even know how that works. Well, how does it work?
0: Well, the antimatter particulates in the pen, when the fluxion switch is set to 0.73 millibars reverses the polarity in the HDL molecules and essentially facilitates a low-radius cold fusion reaction in your bloodstream, making your arterial walls highly ionized. Uh... Let me explain. Imagine I'm a plumber and your arteries are pipes for a city. But it's a jungle city, and there's, like, weird plant growth in the pipes that's blocking the water. I napalm that plant growth, and then coat the sides of the arterial pipe with Teflon.
1: That analogy made even less sense than the initial explanation.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's the calm. See you in another six months, Charlie. Stay
1: healthy. Will do. Bye, Dr. Fernandez.
0: Hello, Dr. Fernandez here.
4: Captain wants you on the bridge. Be right up. Excellent. Well, I've called him, sir. He'll be up in a few minutes. Excellent. If
1: anyone can solve this problem, the doctor can.
4: Well, what is the problem, Captain?
1: Oh, I don't think you could solve it, flatly. This is a man's problem. Your teeny, tiny woman's brain could not even begin to make a dent in the massive block of granite that I'm using to represent my quandary.
6: <laughs>
4: Are you familiar with the word misogyny, sir?
1: Let's see. Misogyny. Yes, I believe it's some kind of little cream-filled Italian pastry puff with powdered sugar and pistachio nuts on the
6: top.
1: <sighs> <laughs> ah, hello, Dr. Fernandez.
0: Hello, Captain. Hello, Lieutenant.
1: Doctor. I wonder if you can help me out, Doctor. As usual, I will do my best, sir. The ultra-speed drive is unresponsive. Well, we knew that. That's why we can't leave. (laughs) No, I mean the new one I've
4: commissioned. It's not working. You wanted it built out of coconuts and bamboo. It's rugged, natural, manly.
1: Like I said, you wouldn't understand, Lieutenant.
5: (laughs) (laughs) My dartboard has your face on it.
1: So, doctor, do you think you can take a look at the ultra-speed drive? Damn it, sir. I'm a doctor, not a mechanic.
5: I can help.
0: (laughs) But I'll do what I can. Why, hello, Betty, my darling.
5: Hello, Ramon, sweetie pants. I heard the sound of an adorable Cuban in distress. So I grabbed the nearest thing that looked like a wrench and I ran to you, my darling dearest.
0: Betty, amorcita, don't you remember what happened the last time you tried to help with a wrench?
5: (laughs) Ramon, where are you going?
0: I am getting out of our separate beds to go help repair the engine since we are in space. If it breaks, we will crash and die.
5: Oh, let me help. Betty, no! (laughs) I hit something with the thingy. That's a wrench. And you just hit the
0: fuel thermal modulator, Betty.
5: We're gonna crash. That was good times, Ramon.
0: No, Betty. No, he wasn't. We crashed on this island, on this planet, directly because of that.
5: All
1: because you, Doctor. Let a woman help. <laughs> For centuries, this has been mankind's one fatal flaw. I believe Shakespeare wrote a play about it. A play... Called Hamlet. It's a play about a man who loved a woman, and that woman's name was Fate. Don't think it has to do with her being
0: a woman at all. All due respect, Captain.
1: Right.
6: <laughs> and
0: Hamlet's not about. Oh, never mind.
5: Ramon, please, can I help you make a new ultra speedy thing? Please?
1: Okay, Betty. You'll find it on my workbench. Outside. In the wilderness. The manly, manly wilderness.
0: I have nothing
1: more to say to you.
0: Ah, there's the captain's workbench. And there's Ensign Lucas. Hello there, Ensign.
1: Well, hello there, Doctor. Hello, Mrs. Fernandez.
5: What are you doing there, Lucas? I'm investigating
1: the fauna. The animals on this island are absolutely fascinating. Look, look, there's a lemur. Come here, little fella.
0: Wait, let me scan it first with my vocoder. Your what? Uh, my bomb pilot.
1: Oh, okay. I'm gonna feed it this banana.
0: Wait, my readings indicate that the innards of this lemur-like creature are made of antimatter. What
1: does that mean? (laughs)
0: Lucas, no! Antimatter and bananas are diametric opposites. Oh, God, Lucas... He was my best friend, and he died, even though I'd never seen him before this episode.
5: Episode? Episode of what?
0: This episode of our lives, Amorcita. This episode of our lives.
5: Oh, okay. Let's fix the thingy.
0: Okay. Soon. God, Betty, would you stop throwing those nuts at me?
5: Throwing nuts at you is more fun than fixing the ultra-speed drive.
0: That is undeniably true, I'm sure, but would you mind not doing it?
5: Oh, okay, but one more. Ow! It broke open. Oh, it's all gooey. Gooey and blue. And sticky, too. Bluey? Gluey.
0: Ah, it's hardening really fast, all over the drive.
5: Yeah, Ramon, and look... It's holding it together better than that painter's tape. You're
0: right, Betty. And look. It conducts electricity. Oh, Betty, you're a genius. This drive may very
1: well work. We may just get off this crazy island. I knew you could do it, Doctor. I knew you could fix the drive and get us off this crazy island.
0: Actually, Captain Dirk, it was my beautiful wife, Betty, who figured it
1: out. Your wife, eh? Right. Well, that's irrelevant, I suppose. How does it... work?
0: Well, see, we cracked open some of these nuts
1: here, and the inside of them turned out to be a powerful... Nuts?! Great Galaga, I'm allergic to nuts, you poltroon! That ultra-deadly nut drive must be destroyed! What?
5: Captain, no! (laughs) You... you destroyed it. All our hard work. Also, Ensign Lucas died.
1: (laughs) Ah,
5: such is life on a
1: strange and mysterious planet. I'm sorry I had to destroy your creation, Doctor, but my life is simply too valuable.
5: I could go inside and get your sewing kit. You could use your surgeon skills to put that drive together.
0: I'm not sure that'll work.
5: Well, suit yourself. Oh, okay. baby.
6: <laughs>
0: listening to the kwur theater of the air here on kwur clayton 90.3 fm we're going to take a short musical break now desi take us home
3: i love lucy and she loves me we're as happy as two can be sometimes
0: Guys, guess what? Hey, Dave. What? You know what's coming up? No. Hey. Well, actually, yeah, I do. Yeah, you totally do. k Word is excited to bring you k Word Week, a whole week of cutting-edge, alternative, underground music. All shows will be at the Gargoyle. They're all 18 and up uh, only, unfortunately. All doors open at 8 o'clock, and all shows begin at 8.30. So, beginning on February 17th, we have Folk and Blues Night with Drakar Sauna and Illinois John Fever. Uh, February 18th is the K Word Dance Party slash DJ Showcase Part 2 Phase 1 and K Word DJs Invisible Cola, DJ Neil, and DJ Greg Sergey. Uh, February 19th is Hip Hop Night with Sadat X and Dudley Perkins. And February 20th, Wave Night that's rock and pop and what have you and um, punk and such is Boogie Border, Darlings, and Spelling Bee. That sounds arousing, David. Behave yourself. Kit, Kit Baxter, behave yourself. What are you doing?
1: Those are my aroused noises.
0: I, I want to be nowhere near you. <laughs> this is the worst Valentine's Day ever.
1: This is the best Valentine's Day ever. This is the k Theater of the Air uh, I'm on KWUR 90.3 FM. And this Valentine's Day, we're making you uncomfortable. Yeah. You're welcome. Thanks, Dave. So we got a show about love. Love. We got a show about loving people even though they destroy your hard work on the (laughs) ultra speed drive. Yep. we have a show about Captain Dirk loves anybody.
0: Captain Dirk loves himself.
1: himself. Everybody everybody in I Love Island Trek has a deep passionate love for somebody. Yeah. Flatly loves hating Captain Dirk. And Captain Dirk loves himself. And of course, Betty. And the doctor love each other. Yes. And Ensign Lucas loves exploding. <laughs> that's that's what makes "I Love Island Trek" such a deep, enduring piece of art.
0: You know, we should do a director's commentary sometimes. We
1: should, but well, okay. How We'd would have you have to do, have Alex there? How would you do a director's commentary on a radio sketch?
0: Oh, you just you just poured it down real low, just like, "Hi, this is David Reinstrom." Um, I think it would be distracting. Uh, this is the uh, audio commentary for "I Love Island Trek." I um, just
1: I just think that having anything in the background would
0: be oh,
6: distracting.
0: <laughs> so what you can see what we're trying to do here, that thing, you know, um well there comes again was we're trying to get the uh, the impression of a flashback. No no doubt you've seen this done before in such um such famous works of television as Doug <laughs> and the new Doug. See, I feel like it would just have to stand on its own. The old Doug theme the new Doug theme. Oh, yeah.
1: By far. Old Doug theme wins out over the new Doug theme. Hands down. Hardcore. Absolutely.
0: And then the new one is. Yeah, that one's lit. They don't even have guys No, they do. At the end, they go. Oh, that's just to
1: appease people. Right, but the new theme was all whistled. Like that. That is bull. You know it's not bull, though? Me being able to whistle? Y- yes. I can't hit that note. No, I was going to say Sky Pirates. Sky Pirates is totally not bull.
0: Sky Pirate. There are no bulls in it. There were yaks in the last episode. There are no yaks in this episode.
1: There were. Well, we have a new one for you. Without yaks. Ladies and gentlemen. Sans yaks, sadly, but with a lot of other good stuff, including some ultra-secret uh, Valentine's-themed content. yes. Extra secret. Cut the malarkey and get right to it. Hmm? Oh, okay. I was going to say, I was going to ask if you wanted to uh, give our listeners a brief summary of the previous episode. Absolutely not. Okay. The, the heroes are on the here run for the bad guys. Uh, Sky
3: Pirates, uh, episode
0: five. All right, here we go.
3: The plains of Spain, quite dry at this time of year as it happens. The Levache, a scorching desert wind out of Morocco, rustles the long plain grasses as it blows from the southeast. A beautiful, warm day. Yeah, it's a fantastic day. It sound a little tense. And Rudolph Valentino's a little cute. Gulliver Nash and the crew of his feathered beagle are in a bit of a tight spot. You said it. Any slower and von Grupp and his death's head will be crawling up my elementary canal. George, can't you make these engines go any faster? Talk to him. See
7: if that helps.
0: Come on, baby. Don't fail me now, my lovelies. That's no way to treat your man. I love you, Engines.
7: Why, Gulliver? Never heard you talk that way. Like to make a girl jealous. Was that? Uh, I didn't say nothing. Dig me... Give me that wrench.
3: You mean spanner.
7: Of course I mean spanner. Give it. Alright. That's about as hard as she'll run, Nash.
0: As you say, George, take a break. Not much for us to do, but wait now.
7: Right, then. Digby, you ready for another test? I surely am,
0: Mistress Georgina.
7: All right. Digby, a refined English lady enters the ballroom. She is unescorted. What do you do?
0: I... give her my arm.
7: Only after?
0: Only after I've taken her coat. But... But my heart still belongs to the girl I love back in Eastcheap.
7: That's the way.
0: When the dance is complete and I have discharged my duty as a gentleman, I will return to my stout-hearted
3: beauty... Giving not a fig for the disparity in our rank.
7: Well done, Digby. That's a good robot. That's a bad sound. They're in range.
0: Battle station, boyos. Taggart, how's the gun? Functional. Bring her up. Aye, sir. I want marksmen up top. Try and pick off those gunners. Better yet, disable their cannon. Stagman, give me a number.
2: Uh, 2,000 meters in closing, sir.
0: Closing? They're gonna try and board. Fenwick, are your marksmen in position?
1: Boy, sir.
2: Fire
0: at will. Focus on the gunners. Tigard, are we in range for the artillery?
3: There are we sit ducks, sir. Go for the envelope and let them have it. Oh, what a sound! Aboard the Death's Head, things run a little more smoothly for Baron von Grupp and Lady Magdalena.
4: What are you crowing about, Klaus? That was a direct hit.
1: Exactly right, Magdalena. An exact, direct hit on the envelope. Yes? Not a shake. Nary a judder. No flickering of lights. No breach, Magdalena. The armor holds against a 72-millimeter shell.
4: That's incredible! My god, they're indestructible.
1: Ah-ah-ah, uh, 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 my dear. To say that would be hubris in the utmost. Isn't that right, Bladebot? Too
5: right, sir.
1: Bladebot, are the robot soldiers ready?
5: All systems go, sir.
1: And how drunk is Fritz...
5: He can't remember his own name. You humans are so silly.
1: Then he'll be none the wiser. Helmsman, close in.
3: From his peak atop the beagle, Mr. Fenwick, the sharpshooter, sees something. Captain, Fenwick,
1: lightning guns exposed.
3: Take the shot. Boom. Calibrate the lightning cannon. Prepare to fire my mark. Something doesn't sound like... right. The bridge of the death's head.
5: Cannon 2 went bye-bye. That is why
1: we have overprepared this day. Bring the other cannon down. Prep the troops, Bladebot.
5: I await your command to deploy them, sir. A single word from you conducts a
4: symphony of death. Terrific.
1: That's the idea.
4: Whatever you do... Leave Nash for me. Does this have to do with that
3: little crush?
4: I do not have a crush. Yes, you do. No, I don't. I'm going to kill him. And it will be wonderful.
0: We're alongside him, sir.
3: Fire the grapple cannons. And with that, a dozen cables shoot from the port gun bays of the Death's Head. They latch onto the Feathered Beagle's gunnels and pull tight. Oh, no. A troop of mechanical soldiers rockets across the Divide. They scramble aboard the beetle like spiders. Spiders with knives! That was really unexpected! Oh, oh. Nash steals himself. I do? Of course you do, you schlub! You're the hero! So? So fight, damn your eyes! To the fray lads, draw steel! Hostile protocol engage. Engage this,
4: you hunk of scrap. Motor impulse disconnected.
0: Come on boys, these Junkers died like anything else, give them hell!
3: Of my great hot sponge bar. I'll bang your heads on my wall like a bleeding pig's fish. I'll stuff your heart into a goat, and then kick that goat off a cliff, and then I'll kick that cliff into whales, and I'll kick whales into the ocean. Dig me, stick bomb me!
0: As you command.
3: Fight them all. Steg, bar the bridge. Aye, sir. We're as box in there. Good. <laughs> to know. Okay, there are a lot of these. Another wave of mechanical soldiers boards the beetle. What? No. Make that unhappen. I call him as I see him. Well, I'm getting overrun here. I need options, people. You ain't
7: the only one.
3: George, look out!
7: Well, Patrick Digby.
0: Rather, sometimes I shock myself. <laughs> oh, wait a take. George, that's it.
7: What's it?
0: If you can access my tower supply stabilizer and induce a large discharge in my capacitor banks, I can pass it through my secondary loop antenna and put out a short, high-intensity burst of electromagnetic energy, creating a voltage spike in the other robot's inductors and electrical motors. What? If you shove a span in my power source, I can release a pulse that disables those robots. What about you? I shall be at the center of the field, so I should suffer minimal damage. Sure. It may fizzle your it. instruments for bit, but the, but the effect, effect will be only temporary.
7: Nash, we're going to stun the robots. Get everyone ready.
3: Prepare to swap the decks, Boyos. On my mark. In three, two, one. I'm sorry. Wrenching open her robot's chest plate, George strikes a light panel. Gee! Grupp's robot slumps the deck. He collapses in George's arms.
7: Well played, old boy. You done up good, like a gentleman.
3: Did we get him?
7: Yeah, we got him.
3: Nash and his crew react to a deck full of deactivated mechanical soldiers. Clear him out and cut those lines, boyos. And when he comes to, thank our robot. He's done well with us. And as the crew of the Feathered Beagle celebrates the quick thinking of their mechanical companion, aboard the Death's Head, Grupp is stunned.
1: What Of course. An electromagnetic pulse. My god, he is good.
4: What about your fallen robots?
1: We'll pick them up after the battle, and I'll salvage the ones I can. What we need now...
4: What we need now is a woman's touch. Shove over, Klaus.
1: Where are you going?
4: Below decks. You're sinking to full bore. I don't need the whole ship. All I want is Nash.
0: All right, and that's the last of them off the ship. Hey, Stag! Yeah? Let's get moving! She's my sluggish captain. Do what I can.
3: That's what I like to hear. Boys, prepare to fend off a second round just in case. A -a grapple shoots out of the gun bays of the death pad and strikes Nash square in the chest. (laughs) The thunderous force of the blow carries our hero off the deck and into thin air. This is not a good day! Hold on! What does it look like I'm doing? The cable stretches across the deck, with Nash dangling off the side, hanging on for dear life. We'll pull you up, Captain. Well, that sounds like a good plan. Can I have a chicken pot pie as long as we're at it? What do you
7: want chicken pot pie?
4: Just pull me up. The gun bays of the Death's Head. Nice shot, Magdalena. That's nothing. Watch this?
3: Magdalena releases a catch on the cable. It goes slack and starts to spool out. Nash hurdles groundward. No! no! Damn it! Nash finds himself falling towards a clump of trees, now 300 feet below him, now 200. The ground grows closer and closer still. Suddenly... (laughs) Whiplash. The line goes taut again. Nash dangles just above a nearby tree. Nash jumps onto it, releasing the cable. (sighs) Well, that turned out better than expected. Nash, holding tight, manages to avoid serious injury. Ah! Mostly. I'm okay! Woozily, Nash stumbles out of the grove and waves to his ship. There he is! He's alive! Stegman, bring us down! We'll get him! lord me on the anchor!
6: Can't do it, Taggart!
2: The controls are still too touchy!
3: So untouch them! And as the crew of the Feathered Beagle debate the best way to collect their captain, a lone figure zips down a cable off the death's head. You want to do something, right? You do it yourself. Honestly. Lady Magdalena von Schwarzhoffen begins closing the distance between herself and Nash, striding through a field littered with the debris from several dozen broken robots.
4: On your feet, man-child! Draw steel! Oh no, not
3: you! I do not even know you!
4: up, Kerr, and know my blade.
0: <sighs> Pleased to
4: meet you, Blade. Boy or girl? A girl. And she hungers for your blood. She got a name? The vengeance of Magdalena von Schwarzhoffen.
0: I'm Gulliver Nash.
4: Charmed, I'm sure!
3: <clears throat> Schwarzhoffen is that a family name?
4: The only one that matters. You're good. I am the best.
0: (coughs) Especially compared to a woozy flyboy who
4: just landed in a tree. (coughs) I'm going easy on you. Why? Because it's fun. Because I've hunted you for weeks. Because I want to watch you die. (coughs)
0: That's that's fair.
3: As Nash parries every strike, Magdalena reflects that she has never found him more handsome. No. More dashing. No. More... Adorable. That's it! Uh, well, <laughs> uh, well now.
4: Can you handle it, Nash? Or will you fall and die? Uh, I'll, I'll take the first one. Like hell you will. Is this revenge thing about Wilhelm? Yes! You killed him! I
3: did not. That was
4: you. That's a lie!
3: Nash's sword goes sailing through the air. He is disarmed. Magdalena puts her blade to Nash's throat.
4: Kneel. Prepare to die, you American bolus.
3: Kneeling, Nash calmly begins unbuttoning his shirt, exposing a smooth, muscled chest.
4: Stop that. Fair enough. You've been a good run. Beg for your life.
3: You got me. I've been bested.
0: I'd die here as well as anywhere else.
4: Uh, if you won't die as a coward. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
3: Magdalena hits him in the temple with the haft of her blade. Nash slumps, unconscious.
4: Then you'll live as an idiot, you fool. You brave, perfect fool. Why did I have to love you? Told you so. Shut up.
3: Bundling him up in cables, Magdalena secures Nash like cargo as the two of them are winched up to the death's head. Powerless. The Feathered Beagle and her crew look on in horror as their captain's senseless form is borne upward. A day of Pyrrhic victories! The robots defeated, Nash captured, and in the wake of these tumultuous happenings, questions remain. What evil does Magdalena have planned for Nash? What of Grupp? His contract fulfilled? What shall come of his secret schemes? And what of George and Taggart? Will they leave their captain at the mercy of Magdalena von Schwarzhofen, the black duchess herself? These burning questions and more answer the next fever-pitched humdinger of an episode of Sky Pirates!
1: You're listening to the k Theater of the Air, here on KWUR 90.3 FM. Clayton, I think it's time for a musical break.
0: I do too.
6: Charlie the Archangel sloped into the moon He said I have no opinion about this And I have no opinion about that Sad as a lonely little wrinkled balloon He said Well I don't claim to be happy about this boys And I don't seem to be happy about She knows about jokes this time The joke is on me Well, I have no opinion about that And I have no opinion about me Somebody could walk into this room And say your life is on fire It's all over the evening news All about the fire in your life On the evening news will eat up a year of my life And then there's all that weight to be lost She says the joke is on me, I say the joke is on I said I have no opinion about that We'll just have to wait and come.
0: He can love a number of things. He can love people. He can love animals. He can love a song, but sometimes he loves a city. And sometimes he loves that city enough to swear himself to its protection. To defend its honor as a caped crusader. A masked vigilante.
1: Also, sometimes there's like a girl and you have a crush on her and you get to save her. Spider-Bat.
2: The city of Milwaukee. In these dark streets, crime is
3: king. (laughs) You'll never catch me, coppers! He's headed for the roof!
2: But one man keeps the night safe. Stop right there.
5: Let go of me! Who are you?
2: I am Spider-Bat. My name is Derek Powers. When I was 10 years old, my parents were poisoned by a small-time criminal. Food poisoned. They got better in about a week, but from that day on, I swore to fight crime wherever it hid its slimy head. I trained for 20 years under the world's foremost martial artists, taking the two animals man fears the most as my emblems, the spider and the bat. I nightly don the cape and mask... of Spider-Bats. Powers! Get in here!
1: Yes, Mr. Stone. I'm- (coughs) Yes, Mr. Stonewall? Is
2: there something wrong with your
0: voice, Powers?
1: No, I'm feeling great. Why'd you call me into your office, Mr. Stonewall? Well, I called you in here,
0: Derek, because your sales are down.
1: Now listen, as a label
0: representative, you need to get the word out to those artists. You need to make sure that you're signing people at least three times a month.
1: Yes, sir, Mr. Stonewall, sir. I don't know what kind of
0: weird, creepy hobbies you've got that would prevent you from doing effective work. Like painting miniatures, going to anime conventions.
1: Swooping around in capes at weird hours of the morning. What? No, who does that? Does what? Uh, What you said. Well, I didn't say anything. Listen
0: Powers, you can't screw with me, I'm your boss, alright? I am the chairman of this company, and it is our job to produce quality music. Now, we pay you a lot of money. Yes, you do. I mean a lot of money.
1: That is, tr- that is a true fact. So,
0: your job is to be worth the amount of money that I pay you? Yes, sir. Now go out there,
1: and get me some lucrative recording contracts. Absolutely, Mr. Stonewall. I'm on the job.
4: Derek, hey. Oh, hey, Penelope. Hey, uh, I heard Mr. Stonewall yelling at you again.
1: (laughs) Oh, well, you know, he's a good man at heart.
4: I hate babies! Uh, Yeah, anyways, so there's this music festival thing on Friday night. Friday
1: night? (laughs) I mean, Friday night?
4: Yeah, uh, Stonewall's making me go. It's like an underground, uh, music thing. I thought, you know if you want to go with me <laughs> that'd be cool. You know what Penelope?
1: I'd love to, but I'm
4: busy. <coughs> busy then. Uh, oh. Um no, that's cool. Like I totally understand. Like uh, you know, I'll just go I'll, I'll I'll go alone. It's it's completely cool.
1: Well, maybe I can meet you there, uh, you know, a little later on. Uh...
4: uh all right. That sounds cool. Yeah, I'll be there. Okay.
6: Great. Cool.
4: right.
1: I'll see you later, Penelope. Uh,
4: yeah. See you, Derek. <laughs> Bye.
0: Penelope, run down to the coffee shop and get me a latte.
2: And use real goat's blood this time.
4: <sighs> yeah, alright. Thanks, Penelope. Later
2: at the Underground Music
1: Festival.
0: I have Chuck Taylor's. Look at my shoes. Look at my shoes. Tambourine. Unnecessary horn track. Look at my shoes, shoo, shoo
4: shoo Look at my shoes. Thank you very much.
1: Woo, I feel like horn
6: solo.
4: Hey, it's Stephanie. So, what do you hey, what's up, Um You know, I'm I'm cool. I, that that band wasn't exactly my cup of joe, woo, so to speak. Yeah, I don't really dig the whole, you know, whiny punk rock. I thought they were great. Yeah, you would. Um, so you here with anyone, or? (laughs) Uh, What was that? It was me! Oh no, it's that mysterious Can-Man!
0: That's right, it's me, Canary-Row. No! Yes. No! No, I'm pretty sure it's me. Everyone be cool! Or I'll cream the lot of you with
4: bullets. Stephanie, get behind me. I don't like this guy.
1: Oh my god, oh my god.
4: What do you want?
0: What I've always wanted, Penelope. Oop, oop. I mean, random girl.
4: How do you know my name? The criminal element knows all.
0: When I was hideously deformed in a terrible canning accident, I was given the power of knowing pretty much everyone's name in Milwaukee.
4: So what do you want? I kind of want to own the Milwaukee Brewers. You can have them. They suck. Also, $20
0: billion in gold bullion.
4: Fine, then what are you doing here?
0: Uh, I'm i taking hostages! You'll be first.
4: Oh!
2: Not so fast, Canary Row. <gasps> Spider-Bat, I knew you'd come here. I always come here. Uh, oh, you do? No. Oh, okay. Spider-Bat, help! Penelope! <coughs> Penelope! How do you know her name? You're not a criminal. Well, when I studied under the... In the Far East... Time to fight! Spider-Bat, have you eaten today? Yes, as a matter of fact, I ate dinner before I came here. Well, how's about it
0: after? doing a snack? Have some cream corn! With Bullets! You dodged those bullets so deftly! Spider Bat, you won't stop me! I'll take over Milwaukee, I'll own the Brewers, and when I'm done, I'll turn this entire godforsaken city into a microwave oven! And then I'll shoot it! With bullets!
2: No! <laughs> You're not very good at keeping in theme, Cannery Row, and it's gonna get you hurt.
0: Yeah, we'll keep this in theme! <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 You're
0: about to get beans, Spider-Bat. I mean, I'm about to throw this economy-sized tub of green beans at you. Also, there's a bomb in it! Look out!
2: Where are your vaunted superpowers now, Spider-Bat? Weren't you paying any attention to the intro? I don't have superpowers. It's, it's a kind of a martial arts acquired detective skill. Look! That's enough! Here! Ah! You crushed me! Armor all dented! Can't move limbs! Must talk like this! Looks like you're past your expiration date, Cannery Row. And now, to save Penelope. Don't worry, mysterious girl stranger. I'll save you.
4: Oh, Spider-Bat. You're so strong and oddly familiar-looking.
2: There's no time for that now, Penelope. Get out of here, run as fast as you can, and don't look back, specifically at my face!
4: Thank you, Spider-Bat. I'll never forget you.
2: And now it's time to find out who Cannery Row really is. Mr. St- Mr. Stonewall. The record executive. I assume. How do you know who I am? Explain that one, bad boy! Uh Judo chop! Oh,
0: <laughs> unconscious.
2: And now to cuff you? and use my cellular telephone to call the commissioner. Damn it, no service. I'll have to move to a better area. Can you hear me now? Another crime foiled, but the night never ceases to sow new seeds of villainy, and when they sprout, I'll be there, reaping the harvest. I am Spider-Bats.
0: You're listening to KWUR Clayton 90.3 FM. This is the squishy-dishy love episode of the K-Word Theater of the Air. We're about to take a little old musical break. I don't know why I'm talking like this. Press the button. <laughs>
3: I'm so giggly. I can't help it. Spider Man, Spider Man, friendly neighborhood Spider Man. Is he strong? Listen, bud. He's got radioactive blood. Hey there, there goes the Spider Man. Spider-Man, Spider-Man does whatever a spider can. Shooby do rock steady crew. Find him an octoped on with glare hair. There goes the Spider-Man. In the heat of night, at the scene of the crime, with the speed of light, he arrives just in time. Well, no red-blooded boy or girl would miss
5: this Saturday's appearance of Spider-Man down at the local county fair, unless, of course, they're at home with their collections.
3: Spider-Man's master plan, build
5: his own little Spider-Clan In the woods, now they're troops, fighting
3: for special interest groups Look out, where, wherever there's a bang-up You'll find a great big hang-up You'll find the Spider-Man my spider sense is tingling It <laughs> sure is In such films as Spidey Goes Speed Racing Spidey Hawaii Spidey's Girl Spidey My Pal Spidey The Underwater Adventure Seeker Spidey The Fun Liquor Spidey A Drink For All Ages <laughs>
0: oh, hi. David, why are you laughing? You caught me in the middle of preparation for National Villain Day. I'm preparing, you see, with my
1: evil laugh.
6: <laughs> this,
1: this does not strike me as Valentine's Day themed at all. Well,
0: I'm getting ready for the next big holiday. February 15th. Villains
6: Day.
1: Oh. It's Valentine's Day. Oh, of course, Valentine's Day.
0: Everyone knows that the day after Valentine's Day is the day when you commit horrible acts of
1: evil while giggling. Right, I should have I should have remembered. I had it written down on my calendar and everything. Here's my mad scientist titter.
0: <laughs> Here's my um, my mad scientist
1: assistant giggle. <laughs> Give me a, give me a heavy. (laughs) Okay. Those were knuckles. Uh, Crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I want you to laugh like you're a 12 foot tall muscle bound supervillain whose powers are based exclusively around bananas.
6: <laughs>
1: okay, your powers are changed to electricity.
6: <laughs>
1: David
0: from ladies and gentlemen, man of a thousand faces. I think I just had a stroke. Oh God, we should play something. So this should is play the Hayward Theater
1: of the Air. Here on KWUR 90.3 FM.
0: Speaking of evil laughs that combine with monkey sounds.
1: We're, we're having a kind of a Valentine's Day show. I thought we were having a Valentine's <laughs> Day show for a while.
0: No, <laughs> you fool. It's Valentine's Day. Seem,
1: we seem to be going pretty strong. We had Isle of Island Trek. True. With, uh, with all, kinds of, all kinds of crazy love going on. We yep. had Sky Pirates episode, episode five. 5 with Lady Magdalena's uh, also crazy love. Also crazy love. And we had, of course, Spider Bat with adorable superheroic sp- crushes. Yes, we were going very we we were doing real well. No Valentine's Day, it's and the then it turned to, to Valentine's Day. That's the greatest day. That sounds like actually that sounds like the name of a villain, Doctor will Villi- Villentine, Villentine, Doctor Villentine. Yeah, will you be my
3: Villentine? I guess. Will you?
1: That would that theme would get really annoying. A Valentine's Day themed supervillain? Yeah. That would get annoying really fast.
0: Oh, you card. He'd have all sorts of cute little catchphrases. Oh, oh, I yeah. Oh. Boom! Boom! Boom, I'm on top of it. Boom. Oh god, what else would Dr. Valentine say? Let's see. You can't do that,
1: oh candy. No. Heart? I don't think so. Can't he? But he would probably have like a gun that shoots candy hearts. Yeah, probably. And they would explode.
0: What are those things called? What? They taste like Con- Nico Conversation wafers. hearts. Conversation hearts.
1: Yeah, conversation
0: hearts. You think you've got me beaten, Spider Bat? Well, text me. Pew <laughs> <laughs> Love you. Love you. Hot stuff. Pew 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 Pew. Okay, that's gonna be um. Can we make a pledge that that's going to be the next villain that uh, Spider-Bat
1: fights? Okay. Dr. Villantine? If there's ever another Spider-Bat sketch, he will fight Dr. Villantine. Yes. But uh, Dr. Villantine should also have a German accent, I think. Because Villantine sounds German to me.
6: Hmm.
1: I, I'm, just, I'm just saying.
0: Call me Hot Stuff. Pew, 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 pew.
1: Yeah, you can say Hot Stuff. Hot Stuff. Is it time to end the show?
0: No, never. You know what? I love this show.
1: I love this show too. I don't want to leave my chair. Well, you could stay here. Okay,
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna hug this microphone. I love, I, I love you. I microphone. I am gonna end the show. Though. No, you're not gonna end the
1: show. I'm staying here. Well, can you stay here and read some credits? I don't want to.
0: The KWU Theater. Uh, the K- little <laughs> bit. I reject your imperialistic credits. The KWU are Theater of the Air is written, directed, produced, catered. Uh, birthed by David Reinstrom David Brunel Brutman and Alexandra
1: N. Jensen our special effects director this week was Eros God of Love yes legal counsel was provided by Romeo and Juliet and our script boy was the poet Petrarch yes That's Petrarch he's pretty cool I would
0: like to thank the cast of Sky Pirates for this week which includes Alexander Jensen Willis Garcini David Brunel Brutman Alice Sheldon Michael Gizerni. Oh, who else have I yet to name? Oh, there's me, I guess, and then there's Evan Coon, who plays the announcer, and so many others, because I neglected to write it down, because you know what? I was so consumed with love.
1: And uh, evil laughter. And evil laughter. Which really are are the same thing. Here, give me one more. I'll do one more. Okay. You are, um, you are a villain from... Um, Atlantis. Let's see. Can I be a manatee villain? Well, if you want me to give you oh, something, I can't sorry, I'm sorry. Something. I'm sorry. You're okay, right. now give me the manatee villain.
0: <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. Okay. Uh, okay, you're um,
1: you're you're from Nepal. Okay. See, I'm harkening back to the, the the last Sky Pirates episode. Yes. So you're from Nepal, and you're uh, your mountain themed, You're mountain themed supervillain.
0: Um your leg, la- <laughs> um, right, that's see, enough. See, cause Shut I, it down I, I'm a monk, but I also Yodel. Shut it down. Shut her down. We'll
1: call him the Alpine something. The, right. Well, his name could be Alpine. Alpine! Yes! Albert <laughs> Albert, um, Pine. Uh, um, uh, Albert Pine. Albert um, Pine
2: was